So it's a, you're actually, the development of your life and what situations you encounter is related to your state of consciousness. And as your state of consciousness changes, the way in which you experience the world, in other words, people, events, situations, changes. That's, uh, it doesn't mean it won't be challenging anymore, but the challenges will be of a different kind, and dealing with them will become so much easier. And occasionally when a big one comes, that means you're meant to go even deeper into presence. It's all this, uh, it all works beautifully once you see, because when you, many people, they look at the surface of life and it looks like it's all random events happening and it's all totally chaotic and meaningless and I don't understand any of it. <coughs> there is an intelligence behind it, but when you only look at the surface of surface reality, you don't necessarily see it. <laughs> You have a very limited view. So it's up to you to be aligned with that real intelligence that's behind the entire world that creates form and lives in and through form and yet also exists in a timeless, formless dimension that we couldn't, cannot possibly conceive of. As you know, the universal belief, even now still held by mainstream science, is that the universe is a random, accidental event that is still the main belief of mainstream science. Every all life is accidental. <clears throat> There's no intelligence behind it. And you are an accident. Somehow happened. And the greatest mystery of the universe is not the atomic realm, or the galaxies. The greatest mystery of the universe science has hardly approached and doesn't know anything about. The greatest mystery of the universe is the fact that the universe is conscious. And what consciousness is, science doesn't know, and some scientists even deny that there is such a thing as consciousness. <laughs> what do they say about that? Must be the, the chemical soup in the brain is having a kind of illusion. <laughs> but the only thing that you cannot doubt is that you are conscious even if everything else is a dream which it could be in a way it is but the fact is the dream is appearing in the light of consciousness without which there would be no dream so I am conscious, and of course science tells you that consciousness is a, an epiphenomenon, another word for it would be byproduct of the brain, of the material brain. 
So that consciousness, if they even use the word, is produced by something that happens in the material brain. And there is certainly a correlation between your consciousness and your physical brain. It would be absurd to deny the correlation between consciousness and your physical brain. One could easily prove it, because if a brick falls in my head now, I won't be conscious anymore. Now, does that prove that co the consciousness is produced by my brain? Not necessarily. It could well be that my brain is a kind of transformer or transmitter of universal consciousness in the same way that a radio or a TV picks up signal, transmits it and gives it a certain form. So when you destroy the television set or the radio, nothing significant is destroyed because the radio was never the producer of that radio program. <laughs> it was only created to bring those frequencies into this dimension and give it, it create a particular kind of world here that is created by consciousness that is permeated by consciousness. So, where science is going, whether they will eventually realize, I believe, believe they will, that consciousness is not confined to the human brain. They will see that there is a consciousness in the flower. There's a consciousness even in so-called inanimate, a, a tiny, tiny glimmer of consciousness, even in a stone. And so, in other words, the material world, we have to use the analogy and say, the material world, the world of hard matter, is a bit like frozen consciousness. In the same way that water can exist in different states, you can have frozen water, you can have liquid water, you can have water as vapor in the air, or mist. So you can, consciousness can manifest, and does manifest as the physical universe, it can manifest as the human mind and thought, and it can manifest as presence. So you have the eyes, you have the liquid, and you have the immaterial vapor or mist. It's all water and it's all consciousness. That's so there is only consciousness. That's the one behind the many. Everything is consciousness. The essence of who you are is consciousness. And then the mind says, so what is consciousness? <laughs> you can't say what it is because it's everything. So it's, if you said, God, yes. And now as a final insight, my mystical insight, <laughs> this consciousness emanates from a source that does not exist in space or time. That is the what Buddha calls the unmanifested, the unborn, the uncreated. That is 
truly what if God has any meaning, it is that. You cannot conceive of it, you cannot talk about it, you cannot name it. It's the it's that which precedes the Big Bang. What was there before the Big Bang? Uh, nothing. Okay, so the whole universe came out of nothing. Uh, yeah. Okay, that's strange. That nothing, that nothing, is God. And then God appears as the world. And begins to dream the dream of the world. And after God has dreamt the dream of the world, the dream gets a bit difficult. And all the entities in the dream, the cells in the universal consciousness, believe themselves to be independent entities. And then the dream becomes a nightmare. And then God begins to wake up. That was the plan all along. And even as God begins to wake up, God continues to create, but at the same time realizes his her own source. I'm trying to explain to you the entire universe, which is totally impossible, but it's a little hint. It's a bit like that, that's all one can say. It's a bit like that. But you contain the entire universe, and the secret of the entire universe is within you. You just have to look within. If you want to know about what about the universe, well, look within. You are a microcosm of the macrocosm, as the ancient dictum, as above, so below. God is in you as you. Consciousness is the light emanated by God. Now, in the same way that the sun emanates light, is light different from the sun? Or is light connect part of the sun? It's, all, it's always part of the sun. It's, it's not disconnected from the sun. It still is the sun. So in that sense, each one of you, me, is a ray of that one consciousness, like a ray of sunlight. And then the ray goes out and creates a world and comes out. And then the ray doesn't realize it's part of the sun and thinks it's an independent entity that makes it really interesting, the dream. Otherwise the dream wouldn't be that interesting. And then the universal dream starts. And then it gets difficult and dangerous. And then at some point, this ray of sunlight of consciousness begins to remember its origin. Not only origin, but actually the source out of which it continuously emanates. Oh. Oh, it's not that bad after all, it's actually... And then it, be it continues to exist in this world and create even in this world, but at the same time is conscious of the source. That means a totally different world has created, that the new Earth on our planet, 
when humans are aware of their connectedness to the source, what they then do and their activities and what they produce as the world is very different from the world that is created by humans who are not aware of their source, in other words, egoic entities. And this is what's happening now. It's not that the dream of form is coming to an end, but there's a significant metamorphosis happening. The dream is turning into a very different dream, where humans, as humans become more aware of their connectedness to source, creation will become much easier. Time will come when humans are, can create by using thought only. And you don't need factories anymore. You can create through thought. But that cannot happen until humans are connected, are aware of their source. Because if they had the power to create, create to, some extent, to some extent this already happens, but if they had the true full power to create through thought, they would create havoc. Imagine an ego being able to create whatever it wanted just by thinking about it. But thought is potentially the creative tool it's, it's, it's already operating now, but it's used unconsciously and often creating not very pleasant experiences. So thought eventually can be used, but that's, we don't need to go there, that happens by itself. For us, it is vital to live in connectedness with souls, and then that's called the lucid, as I said the other day, Lucid dreaming, lucid living, and so you uh, you become aware of the dreamlike nature of existence, and you actually enjoy that, and you create a more pleasant dream for yourself and for others. So that was the secret of the universe. I left it for the last session. <laughs> <laughs> little rays of consciousness reaching different parts of Australia and the rest of the world.